This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam's got kicks and the angels got owned. Wow, that Joffrey's a dick. Rest in peace, break home. Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. We're here with episode 111 of Monster of the Week, Chris. I just, oh boy. I like those triple ones. I'm, I'm really That's good. that. That's good. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm, fe- I'm feeling those triple ones. I honestly didn't know that we had arrived yeah. at triple ones. This is our first triple one. We'll have to get to 222 to get to the, to the next. So, <laughs> Yeah, wow. This is this quite a milestone. Nobody ever talks about the triple one, you know? They talk about the 100. They talk about the 50. But, you know, not a lot of respect for the triple one. Not a lot of respect for the triple one. I'm kind of... Chris, do you think we'll ever get to quad ones? That's a, that'd be a pretty I, dope number to get that to. That would be very... That would be something. That would be something. Well, Supernatural will never die. So, yes. I Yes, we will get there. It would take us... Uh, so, it took us roughly two years to get to episode 111. The, uh-huh. the try ones. Uh, so, it would take us so 20 roughly years. 20 years to get to the quadruple yeah. one. Just a yeah. thousand more episodes. That's all we need. It's not a big deal. We'll start putting out three times a week do you want to do that yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking and you know yeah. what when we get to the end then we start back at the beginning and we re-record on old episodes just to get our you know our fresh a fresh take on them that's you know what uh that actually had uh autumn has suggested that several times because our audio quality uh was not super great <laughs> on those early uh-huh. episodes uh uh-huh. i was i was pretty adamant that i wasn't going to splice all three of our audios d- into one file and uh, just use the discord file and you kind of sounded like a robot most of the time i sounded like it. a bad dumb robot most of the time and it's it was only ever at the at the my my best jokes that were cut off and i think that that was sort of a deliberate snub to make sure that I, the rising star of monster of the week didn't didn't take over the spotlight yeah that was def- definitely me trying to make you as funny as i was by reducing the amount of jokes that you made i wanted i just wanted you to be on the i wanted to be on the same level as you you know uh-huh but well I didn't wanna, here you are i, I didn't want to make a lot more jokes to get there though um <laughs> Real quick, before we get into the main part of the episode, I'd like to thank the uh, patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, it has been so delightful seeing pictures of you guys getting your classical can insulators. Thank you very much for mm-hmm, sending those our mm-hmm. way. Uh, we, we were able to do that as a kind of a special thank you to some patrons, and that was really, really cool. Uh, shout outs to my boy Liam. I've known Liam for a long time. Uh, he's started listening to this podcast from the beginning, so he won't be able to listen to this episode for a long time. Uh, but he was one of our recent patrons, and uh, I'm actually I'm give a little preview. I'm actually tapping Liam face. for a little uh, a, a little a little bonus for Monster Weeks presents people. So yeah. Mm-hmm. If, it sounds uh, pretty good. It sounds real good. And if you don't know what Monster Weeks Presents is, that's our, our kind of companion podcast where listeners suggest us stuff to cover. Um, so far, we've got some Bebop, we've got some Witcher, we've got some uh, Full Metal Alchemist. We're doing some music this week. I think that's what we agreed on to do this week. I think so. Or do I need to go download that other thing that I need to go download? <laughs> I forget which, what it was. I think we'll do, we'll do music. Okay, cool. Uh so yeah, patreon.com slash monster of the week. And thank you, Liam, and everybody else that's over there. Chris. What's up? <laughs> please, please catch me up with season nine thus far. 
All right. Well, let me tell you about that road so far. Whether it's taking down corporate monsters, helping Dean face his fears, or LARPing down on some hot fairy action, <laughs> hacker slash hunter slash gamer Charlie Bradbury has become one of the Winchester's most valuable allies. But with Ezekiel threatening to leave Sam for dead if Dean doesn't kick Castiel out of the bunker, will Charlie be any help to Dean in his tangle of secrets? Will Castiel, newly human and fresh off of two bloody breakups, be able to handle a third? And will Sam's blasted knees stand any chance of recovering without his angel interloper? Crowley might be in chains, but hell's burning hot all around them. <laughs> Don't listen to you, <laughs> Mr. Movie Time over here. I love it. <laughs> So today we're covering Season 9, Episode 4, Slumber Party. This was written by Robbie Thompson. It was directed by Robert Singer. It aired on October 29th, 2013, almost on Halloween. Felicia Day returns as Charlie slash Sam. Wait, no, that doesn't work. (laughs) That would be... (laughs) I don't know why this is... Felicia Day returns as Charlie... And they have a slash in here for some reason, and then it just goes, Sam, Dean, and Charlie meet Dorothy from Oz. This is a really not well-constructed stinger <laughs> okay, thing. Okay, all right. Uh, Sam and Dean discover that the table in the Men of Letters house, the one that lit up like a Christmas tree when the angels fell. Thank you, previously on. for the, the, <laughs> Yeah, thank you. There's like four parentheses in here, man. That's crazy. Okay. Um, Sam and Dean discover that the table in the Men of Letters house has an ancient computer attached to it. They figure out that if they can get the computer on, they can track the ancient... Wow, this is really weirdly written. Who better to call for help than the best IT girl there is, Charlie? While moving the massive computer, they dislodge a hidden hex bag that unleashes... What? That's not not what happens. That's not what happens. (laughs) They dislodge a hidden hex bag that unleashes a magical green webbed... It was gray? (laughs) What? Uh, Sam and Dean break through... This green webbed wall, I guess, and discovered the one and only Dorothy from Oz. She had trapped herself and the Wicked Witch in the web years ago to stop the witch from finding the key that would open the gate that connected their world to Oz. With the wall broken, a massive this and magical can't, fight can't ensues still be reading this. <laughs> that threatens to destroy the Men of Letters house, and it's finally over with. We don't ever have to go back there again. That was oh so full of errors. That's so weird. What is happening? So weird. I don't like they don't they didn't move the massive computer they didn't dislodge a hex bag it wasn't a green webbed wall it wasn't a uh, it definitely wasn't a um like I don't know it's none of this is none of this is right but as you can tell Charlie is back uh, and yeah. I think I, I mentioned this in the Discord I think Charlie is slowly but surely becoming my favorite supernatural uh, supporting character if you had asked me mm-hmm. before I started this podcast I would have probably. I would, I would still say Bobby. I think Bobby is the easy go-to. Um, second to Bobby is probably Irv, and then Pete, mm-hmm. and then uh, Pete, Joe. Pete's phone. And then Pete's phone, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Sheriff Jody. And But now, man, like, Charlie is, like, up. She's past Pete's phone. Yeah. She's past Pete. Yep. She's, like, up there with Irv. She's up there with Irv right now, which is huge. That's huge. Um yeah, uh, I wish that she was in like every other episode, like we got with uh, with Bobby. She should be the new Bobby. Like that, that just seems like it, it makes sense. It, she should definitely be the new Bobby. I, I would maybe because she's busy and she has other other projects that she works on, so she can't just be on Supernatural like every couple weeks. But you know, yeah, I don't know what the deal saying. is, or uh, but they should definitely write her write her more in. Um, what do you think about this episode as a whole, Chris? Are you uh, are you, are you into like this, this whole Wizard of Oz thing? It's this episode's so fucking goofy. Like from top to bottom, this is some some really goofy stuff uh and this feels 
as if they hadn't already jumped the shark. This is really feels like a Supernatural's jumping the shark kind of episode. But at the same time, it's really entertaining, and I had a good time watching it. So while it's a little bit wacky, I can't really complain because it entertained me. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind the wackiness at all. In fact, I, I, I pretty, I pretty, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, and you and I are both Dark Tower fans, and it's probably only mm-hmm. a very small spoiler to say like the Dark Tower goes into some crazy Wizard of Oz directions in some of the later books. Um, and I am kind of here for these modern takes on Wizard of Oz. Uh, I watched. Um, there was an NPC NBC adaptation recently uh, by one of my favorite directors, Tarsem Singh, who's kind of known for these over the top visual uh looks to all of his movies like he did the fall and he did that movie the cell you remember the cell where they chopped up that horse everyone usually remembers that movie um chopping up a horse but uh like i i'm kind of here for all things with revise i was i was kind of fascinated because a couple of people in discord mentioned like yeah i don't i don't really know what to do with this episode like i don't have any kind of relationship with wizard of oz and i just a lot of this stuff just kind of fell flat for me and i was like oh okay yeah like by the end of this end of this episode where you actually see flying monkeys like i got real jazzed about that but if you don't really care about flying <laughs> monkeys then you probably just don't give a fuck so there's a lot of the uh, lore that I don't know. Like, I have not read any of the Wizard of Oz books. I think that there's multiple books. There are. Um, I have seen the movie of quite a few times. I watched it a lot when I was a kid. I was a big fan of it. And so I, I have I have some knowledge of this, at least. And that brings me, actually, to my to my first point with this. We start with, with these black and white flashbacks. And I was just this whole time thinking, okay, well, this is just, this is so bad. The acting is so corny and there's, it's so, it's so just like, oh, golly, gee whiz, I can't believe we got, like, it's so silly. And I started to wonder if it was in black and white to try and mask how poor some of this was. And then I started to wonder, is this all on purpose to be like the black and white portions of the Wizard of Oz movie? Absolutely. That would make a lot more yeah. sense, and then I would be able to forgive it for its its wackiness. I keep using that word, but it's its strangeness, I guess. Um, hamminess. There we go. Found it. Hamminess. It's very hammy, and I would be able to excuse that if it's saying, yeah, we're trying to be like the Wizard of Oz because it's a flashback. So, um, I'm fine with it then. It is still really silly, though. <laughs> I do. It is. It is. Is it's not like I don't even say it's poorly acted, but it's just real goofy writing, and mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 kind of cheesy at the same time. I do want to mention real quick in the uh, then thing when we kind of do our previously on Supernatural, they do the speech from that guy that gave him the key to the Men of Letters bunker, and he does the Supernatural mother load, and I was like, thank God <laughs> it returns. It's one of my favorite yeah, things in yeah. Supernatural. <laughs> that dude saying it's a Supernatural mother load. Uh, it's really funny. Um, so yeah, these two dudes, we're in black and white, we're in 1935. They both get, uh, they both arrive into the bunker. Uh, they're carrying these cases that are handcuffed to their, their wrist. They both sit down at two separate tables and take a light bulb out and plug these light bulbs in. And then like the machines kind of all kick on and all the lights come on. And then they say, Oh, protocol complete. Uh, did we do that? Right. And they start introducing themselves to one another. Chris, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I got these two names mixed up. So throughout this episode, I'm going to refer to James and or Peter, and I have no idea which one is right. So I apologize in advance. I don't even know if those are their names. I got no fucking idea because okay. I didn't write them down. Okay, yeah, it's definitely James and Peter, <laughs> but I just don't know which one is which. And at some so, point, I think nope. I might have switched. So if I get my it doesn't even matter. If I get my dudes matter. wrong, listeners, please forgive me. I ain't gonna get those dudes right because I don't know their names. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is the this is the first time that the bunker has been like turned on. Um, yeah, 
and very quickly, like we flashed like six months later and they're just like bored and nothing has happened. Yeah. James is the, so we have two people here. We have the older guy and we have the very obvious younger and new guy and the new guy, he starts out and he's like, Oh my God, this place is awesome. We're going to have so many fun adventures. And then yeah, six months later, they're like, this place is a dump. I hate it here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is really funny. Yeah, and we learned that the the bunker took three years to build, so this has been a, a long process for the Men of Letters. Um, but now they're just sort of sitting around waiting for the phone to ring, and sure enough, it rings, and an adventure calls, and they uh, so. <laughs> Somebody's calling from outside to come in, and I was immediately sure when they showed this this woman who's at the door, they they welcome her in. I was like, oh, sweet, that's Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. This is every <laughs> single media representation of Amelia Earhart I've ever seen in anything. Yeah. Like it's this with the bomber jacket and the khakis yep. and like the black boots. All she's missing is the scarf and the aviators, and I think like like mm-hmm. that's and she would have nailed it. Um, but no, this is Dorothy. Yes, and yes, that Dorothy. Uh, she's yeah. a hunter, which is actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, way into she, that. And she has caught the Wicked Witch, uh, like the Wicked Witch. And uh, the Wicked Witch is played by Maya Masser and is fantastic throughout this episode. Like I, So good. I, so good. It could be so <laughs> dumb, like all of this hissing thing or hissing stuff and yeah. everything. But it's it's played like just it's played so perfectly. Like it's just really good. And it's not really scary at all. But I don't really think I, no. it's supposed to be either. No, it's it's just it works so well. It's it's kind of silly again. It's just wacky and like it's just ridiculous, but it's really good. There's a scene later where they they're all talking around her, and that's really really good. But we'll get to that. Um, back in present day, uh, Sam is coming in to see Crowley. He's just really marching up, all serious because Crowley has at this point has no idea that Sam's blasted his knees out. Crowley has no idea that Sam can't big kick his way through this confrontation. But Sam takes a crayon and a piece of paper and he slams it down in front of Crowley. Crowley starts to be or tries to be you know sassy and cool and be like well moose you're gonna have to take me out for a walk if you want any more demon names but sam just walks away and just leaves him in there sam is cold-blooded to this dude and i really like it yeah, uh yeah when sam goes back to the to upstairs from the bunk from the dungeon uh dean is arriving and uh not only has he gone out to secure kevin in his new home which is a warded hotel room um he is also they didn't have the budget for him this episode <laughs> And he's also brought back uh, Game of Thrones season one so that they can all relax yeah. together, which is really <laughs> yeah. cute. Um, That's pretty good. Uh, Chris, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Last episode, like one of the big emotional moments that happened right at the end of the episode was Dean asking Castiel to to leave the bunker. And th- we didn't. We don't get any like r- the rest of that conversation. He's just like, "Yeah, man, nope. you can't stay." And like, Castiel I was pretty sure they were gonna unpack that here. Yeah, and and they don't. Uh, and I've never really understood this. Why don't they just let Kaz and Kevin hang out? Like, I'm not saying we need the buddy cop film of 2019 that everyone's been looking for, but I think that uh-huh. would be great. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, why not just put your newly humanized angel or whatever he is and your with one of your friends, of the Lord, and you know, <laughs> yeah. like, why say you just can't like, hey, you can't stay here. Like, this is Winchester only, right? This is mm-hmm. Winchester's mm-hmm. only Castillo. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're gonna have to only in here. You're gonna have to put yeah. a ring on it if you want to put it. Put a <laughs> put your Put your mattress yeah. down. That's all Castiel I'm doesn't, doesn't quite know what that means just yet. So. <laughs> Castiel, I'm only up through ACDC, okay? I have not got yeah. to Beyonce yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's really weird that they go out of their way to talk about Kevin in this episode, who hasn't been seen in the last two, really, and then uh, just do not talk about uh, um, Castiel at all. So. Sam very briefly mentions it. 
He's like, so I don't understand why Cass can't stay here. And Dean's like, I don't know, bro. He just, uh, you know, he's got angels after him. <laughs> Sam is like, well, I'm trying to look for a way to help him. And Dean's like, don't even worry about it, Sam. Please, you're stop freaking asking. out. You're freaking everybody out, Sam. Please stop Cass asking questions. Fine. Please stop asking questions. I got Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, stop yelling, Dean. I'm right here. Um. So Sam has this idea, though. Um, he is he has kind of been looking at this computer that lit up the night that all of the angels fell to Earth, and uh, he's kind of figured out it's a tracking device, and uh, he wants to hotwire it so that it can track angels live. Um, and D- Dean immediately says, "Wow, this was your idea," and D- Sam's like. I am the only motherfucker in this bunker. It has Winchester <laughs> on the yeah. door. Me and you are yeah. the only Winchesters that are currently alive in this timeline right now. What, what kind of question is that? Who else would be here, Dean? Yeah, seriously, Dean. What the hell? Unless he's like, hey, is it is it the angel living inside of you? Um, <laughs> or is this, yeah, are you wants, just happy to see me? <laughs> yeah, he wants, to, he wants to hotwire this this damn table of lights to uh, show them the locations of all of the angels that are on Earth. He also found the control room. Um, so they they go down there to check the control room out. I shouldn't even say control room. It's like the computer room because it was what, built in 1920. Uh, th- so the whole room is a computer. This is what you call a knock if you're in the biz. This is a network is that op- real? O- a network operation center. Yeah, like if you're if you've got like some high level server bullshit happening, like you've probably got a knock with like a bunch of nerds that are, you know that scene in Jurassic Park where yeah, Samuel yeah. Jackson he's all like smoking a cigarette and he's doing the the computer stuff that's a knock like that's 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 okay. the nerve center of your operation and yeah um it, it says that they were they built this in like the 1930s but Sam says this is like a computer from 1951 and uh more importantly it's not plugged into anything he does no idea what's powered it which i find really yeah. hilarious and awesome yeah. um so you know what that means it's you got a, a an aged computer so you better call the one person that you know that knows literally anything about anything. And well, that's Charlie. Well, actually, first, the first thing that you do is rip it open with a screwdriver. Because that's True. what Dean immediately True. does. Is just right? start, oh, yeah, this looks weird. Let me tear it apart. Yep. Let me just really like yank into this thing. It's got to be cosmically connected to something. Because, okay, first of all, let's just talk about the fact that they're about to hack basically like angel bodies like angel re- like it doesn't it doesn't even make any sense when i say it out loud that they're going to do some some rewiring to have a computer that tracks just the existence of of celestial beings but anyway yeah dean's just gonna he's just gonna rip that sucker open like it's no big deal and inside is like a bunch of resistors and lights uh which just look like I, I guess they look like kind of steampunkish. If you, if I was mm-hmm. going to say anything, like I feel like some nerd would put this on top of his, would put one of these lights on top of his head and like walk around a con about with it. Yeah, definitely over um, his goggles and his, with uh, his some goggles hat. on. Yeah, um, and and some really hazy theories on sexual consent. It is, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Just, don't know why I'm dogging some steampunk people. Uh, I'm sorry if you're a steampunk person. You should yeah, stop that's that. So so rude of both of us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's just, it's a weird hobby. Get a new one. Um, <laughs> your mom doesn't like it and you should call her more. Um, you know, my, my only experience with the, with steampunk is through actually the guild with Felicia Day where they meet steampunk people at a con and they're like super elitists. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything. I don't think I've ever met like a real steampunk person. Probably 
I'm trying to think of a steampunk video game that I would have played, and I'm coming up blank. So it's yeah. like Dishonored is like mildly steampunk. Okay, yeah, I keep I've I've started that game like four or five times and never gotten very far into it's, it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, while while Dean has been trying to like jam a screwdriver into this mysterious computer that tracks angels that tracks cosmic beings, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's also managed to knock over this bottle that has this gray kind of mist goo in it. And uh, they, as they leave and are like, oh, yeah, we should call Charlie, this thing finally opens, the, bot, the top oven opens, and it starts dripping to the floor and immediately forms, like, this weird cocoon-looking thing on the wall. Yeah, uh, good thing is- you guys didn't notice that. You should be more alert. With the amount of times that Sam waves his gun around in this episode, he should be far more alert. Yeah, it's, uh, like, Sam, put your gun down, <laughs> just for a little while. <laughs> he's always pointing at people in this. I'm like, all right, I'm I, glad I, that you're alert. I guess but you see Dean, he's just got his, he's got his gun down at his side, and Sam is just fucking doing full spins like he's in the military. I guess this is what happens when Sam loses his, his kicking legs, is he starts, exactly, he starts exactly. relying on more, you know, normal technology to, to help him with his fear. He's overcompensating. We jump back to 1935, uh, where... They're they're trying to ask the wicked witch something, and Dorothy is like, "Yeah, you you shouldn't bother. Uh, I I have cut out her tongue so she can't speak, uh, making Dorothy yeah. the coolest hunter we have ever met in the entire world." Sorry, like yeah, just she gonna can't say it. she can't do any of that shit. It's just so funny that they're they're all sitting at a table, like the four of them, like in a, almost like a round table kind of thing, and it's them all talking about what to do with the wicked witch, and it just keeps panning back to the wicked witch who is also sitting at the table with them, Let's just like wide eyed, like looking around at everybody as they talk, and it's all in black and white, and like her hair is frizzy. Like she's like the ghost yeah. of Christmas past. She's yeah. got like a weird kind of billowing, uh, almost like a night cloak on. And yeah, her mouth yeah. is all like, like she's, they've got her like basically look like she's gotten zapped by electricity, right? Like she's all like, yeah. and then, uh, and then her mouth is all bloody from presumably her tongue being cut out. And it just, she's just like looking around kind of like with these darting glances as people talk. And it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> she looks like just like, she doesn't look like an evil witch. She just looks like a hot mess. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Dorothy also says, like, hey, I've tried to cut her, cut off her head. Uh, I've tried to drown her. I've tried to do all of these things. I can't figure out how to kill her. So I have come to you nerds. And uh, I really, yeah. really enjoyed Dorothy's complete dismissal of the men of letters. It's nothing but, like, desk jockeys and nerds and librarians. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Because we've seen the, uh, like, the reverse of that. We've seen the... Uh men of others like looking down on hunters kind of so it's just nice to see her be like what's up you fucking geese <laughs> yeah put on your steampunk goggles look up the word consent and yeah. call your mom i need some work done <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why i'm going after steampunk today she's, she's just got her feet up on the table and just doesn't give a shit uh i do want to call out as they as they get up to go do research, uh, this is the table that they're sitting at. That the this is like the angel, the main table in the main room, and uh, there's this really nice like black and white to color fade that has to be very specifically done because of Wizard of Oz, right? Um, where like mm-hmm. the camera pans up and like it just completely changes and shows Dorothy fades out and Sam and Dean fade in and, and color out. I, I thought this was a really cool transition. Yeah, they do some cool stuff like that. We also see that the Wicked Witch is actually slowly cutting herself free from from her bindings. But then, yeah, it cuts it cuts away into this. I totally um, miss that. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's just doing a little a little thumb action on the belt that she's tied up with. No big deal. Um, and then Charlie shows up. 
And she's better than everybody. She is. She's so cool. Uh, she's she's been doing some hobbies like larping and macrame, and uh, and doing some hunting. Uh, she says she a little light hunting. A little light hunting. She says she took out a teenage vampire and a and a what something she says something else and a ghost and a ghost which sounds like a teenage young like a YA novel yeah. I think yeah. Um, and this is the uh, I like that that Charlie and Sam like talk more than once in this episode. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, and I really like the the difference in the relationships that they have here and we're going to see it throughout it where dean is usually one who's like he's kind of given her this respect over the last couple episodes and then sam's just unconscious or not there so um i liked that him and he see like as soon as charlie basically reveals what she's been up to he's just like cool all right so how's it going he's just he he sees her as a as an equal almost mm-hmm. he's not like overly concerned about her which is good um then that might be because he doesn't he's not as close with charlie so he's just like yeah you seem like you're pretty capable do what you gotta do girl <laughs> i've seen or worse dean, hunters get killed in better ways <laughs> yeah yeah uh it, and dean has uh he's, he takes over that more uh overprotective brotherly role like i mean i don't think dean's out of character here i do think that dean has kind of gotten over this with charlie i think he respects her enough to let her do her thing um but i don't think that his uh his overprotectiveness is necessarily misguided in this episode but it's interesting to be able to see the two brothers have these different relationships with her it's cool yeah it's it's very nice and they're and felicia day is a really good actress and uh her just on screen not even chemistry i guess you would call it chemistry but it's not like anybody wants to make out with anybody um it's just like the way that she interacts with jared and jensen all seems like like they're all really good friends and they're being able to have yeah. this like D and D party together. So I'm, 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 I'm into, I'm into Charlie and being, and Felicia day being on the show even more. Yeah. Um, very good stuff. They take her down to the computer and, uh, she's, she's extremely impressed by this, this, this technology and, uh, realizes that it's a alarm system. And then uh, we get this like very obvious product placement that I find extremely funny yeah, because it's so weird. It's uh, like a Chromebook ad or something. Yeah, it's a Microsoft Surface. It's when they first started releasing these bad there boys, and they were they were putting them in every single like young adult teenage show that they possibly could. She's basically has a a USB cable going to this computer, and she's you know scrolling around and she's doing a gesture on the screen for her password, and uh, as she's yeah. scrolling <laughs> through like all of her icons to get to the hack ancient computer app icon or whatever i don't know if you noticed this did you see the supernatural car uh edmund edlund edmund novels uh which i thought was a a really nice touch like somebody had to make that icon and like put it on the home screen like i i appreciate that level of detail in in what is basically a product placement ad um and it's funny because it comes up in like a second (laughs) like they immediately start talking about the books yeah (laughs) Uh, and this has my favorite sam quote of the episode um She, she starts talking about how basically all of the uh, unfinished or unreleased um, manuscripts were were released on the internet by somebody named like Becky Winchester four five two or whatever it is. I really thought it was um, Becky sure- Winchester six six nine is what I thought she said, but I could be wrong. I was I don't know what it is, but I'm assuming it's like Sam's birthday or something. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Um, but she so she reads out that name to Becky Winchester name and says, Ring any bells? And Sam's response is, uh no, nah, no, nah, nobody's um they're uh no there are no bells. No. No bells. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? God damn it, I said no bells. 
<laughs> Dean looks at Sam like, why can't you just fucking ever be cool about anything, Sam? He gives he gives Sam the uh, please let Zeke come out look, which he just does all the time now. Like anytime Sam starts talking about brick homes or any sort of football stats, he's like, Zeke, get out of here. I'd rather you're Zeke. stiff, uh, stiff ass and come and then, talk to me. And then Sam's just unconscious on the floor again. <laughs> Whoops. Happens. Dean, the, the look that Dean gives him is just incredible of a like, pull yourself together, Sam. The, uh, the way the books come up, I think, is actually really interesting. Like, once she starts, uh, once she's hacked this computer and says, like, oh, it's going to take a while to decrypt all this information, um, they kind of, Sam and Dean look at each other and they're like, hey, so you've been hunting, huh? And she's like, yeah, I've been hunting alone, which I know I'm not supposed to do because I've been reading the Carver Edlin novels. And they're like, can't you delete those from the internet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, can't do that. Um, nope, sorry. But I, I do, I do like that. Uh, that they're, they're not so much, especially because you mentioned this earlier, like Dean probably has like this trust in Charlie to, to, to prefer her to be competent. Uh, but I still think it's a concern. Like Dean hardly ever hunts on his own, right? Like he always has a, a hunting right. partner because you, you have to have someone to do the bluff with. You have to have a bluff. You have to have a move. How are you going to double the bluff if you don't have any, any, a double there? Yeah. Yeah. Two times one is still one. Wait, hold on. Let me <laughs> wait. I don't know. What... Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to two times one. No, 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 no. Stand by it. Two times one is still one. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, you steampunk algebra it. nerds. Get the fuck off my podcast. Yeah. Uh, so they all, but while it's going to be decrypted, they all decide to watch game of Thrones and Sam's room for some reason. Uh, and a, yeah, a, cause he's the biggest nerd and they, this scene opens with, with D just saying, well, that Joffrey sure is a dick, which is extremely yeah. on brand. I'm, I'm very yeah. into that. And um, and she, Charlie is like, oh, well, wait till you see this part. And Sam's like, no, 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 no. I haven't read that book yet, Charlie. No spoilers, Charlie. <laughs> I don't know where that voice <laughs> came Sam, from just now. Sam, unable to do his, his patented big kicks, is now a surfer from California. <laughs> Whoa, Charlie, yeah. don't tell me any spoilers, no, dude. No, no, Charlie. <laughs> gonna smack the whip <laughs> that wouldn't be very tubular of you man <laughs> like sam you gotta go to bed you, you've had too many beers dean's giving him that look again like jesus <laughs> sam when i told you you couldn't play the guitar i also meant play the guitar with your mouth you have to you have to leave this alone yeah. i don't like this <laughs> sam no this is why we don't hang out in your room you get like this uh we're gonna have a conversation about two of the three lines of this episode uh we we missed this earlier but uh one of the complaints charlie has about hunting is it's not very magical uh and sam she tells sam something she's like yeah when are you gonna when are you gonna move into your room like this is your home and he's like this is not my home this is not my home it's not my home He's very adamant that this will not be his, his home. Clutching his bandana in his hand. This is not my home! And uh, it, it's so awkward that Dean's like, yeah, I'm going to go get some more beers, uh, which gives Charlie and Sam an opportunity to have a conversation. And, and Sam wants to know about, um, like, tell me more about this magical thing. She's like, yeah, I want more, I want more Tolkien. I want more Game of Thrones. I want more White Walkers. Like, where's my quest? And Sam is like, look, I have done magic quests before. They all fucking suck. Like, not only did I start the apocalypse, I killed hundreds of innocent people and drank their blood. I let Lucifer inhabit me. (laughs) I did like two out of three 
trials and almost died. I've I, I have died several times. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not this magic good. shit. It ain't it ain't what you think it is. It yeah. ain't good. And um, he finishes with saying they're all. And as he says, dead ends. Uh, one of our one of our dudes, either James or Peter, says dead ends as well. Uh, and we switch mm-hmm. back to 1965, where uh, they've been trying to research stuff and failing. Uh, but we don't get to dwell long because the wicked witch breaks free. And she grabs Arr. one of the guys who's probably not James, but I wrote down James. So who cares? Uh-huh. Uh, who cares? And she she grabs him. I and- wrote down Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins, I think, might be the last name. So This is the only time that I wrote down anything and I wrote, Jenkins gets stabbed. Okay, well, that's definitely Peter then. So it's Peter Jenkins and James Haggerty. So James is the older guy. Peter is the younger guy. Peter is the one that gets I can't stabbed. believe they have first and last names. It's, it's a fucking, it's a miracle, man. Like, who has the time to name things like this? Pete and Irv were just Pete and Irv, and they were a beloved fan favorites. We never even got Pete's last name. After, after so many episodes, we never got it. After so many, after Pete's cell phone is more words than just Pete. Anyway, uh... So she, this wicked witch, grabs uh, James, nope, Peter, uh, and immediately does a spell, and his eyes flash green. Uh, very cool effect in the black and white, by the way. I'll come yeah, definitely, that. definitely. Um, and now uh, James, nope, Peter, fuck. Now the One young guy is, uh, is, is under her spell, under her control, and he immediately attacks the older dude, and uh, the older dude just straight up stabs him in the stomach. Like, it doesn't, doesn't last very long. Nope. <laughs> just, nope. He just is like, oh, you're younger than me, and I'm really good at this. Poke! And he's dead. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. This is this the adventure that you wanted, you little shit. And uh, I think this dude goes out with the, with the last line of, you're right, there's nothing worse than adventure. And... Um, and I just groaned myself to sleep. But yeah, it's, here we it's, are. It's very hammy, but I, I actually, like, at this point, I'm kind of into all this 1935 stuff, man. Like, I don't know why this is working on me, but it, it really is. It's because that's the year that you were born, so you have wow. you really relate to it. Wow! <laughs> Chris gets off a good one! <laughs> Damn, I'm not usually this mean. <laughs> I called steampunk people all virgins earlier, too. That's true, you did. And I say they have problems with consent. Like, we're both in just wow. a weird, weird state. Just, um, it's Monday. We're just being mean. <laughs> uh, James chases Dorothy into this room, and then as the, as he goes into the room, it switches back to 1965, uh, where the boys have entered the same room. This is the computer lab, or excuse me, not switched back to the present day, not 1965. Uh, and this is where everybody begins to notice this giant gray cocoon that's on the wall. And uh, boy, do I love Dean's reaction to this giant gray cocoon, Chris! Like this is fucking Dean Winchester to a T, and I love it. What the? <laughs> Yeah, he just cuts that shit open. <laughs> he just grabs his knife and just starts ripping it apart. I, like, yeah. like, it's not fucking nothing. Like, this is his whole job this episode is to see things and then to get inside them as fast as possible. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Seeing things, getting inside people. <laughs> Seeing things, being inside the family business. Um, okay, okay. Luckily, uh, the witch doesn't fall out. Luckily, this is Dorothy, uh, and she's fallen out, and she looks exactly the same age, and she's alive. Uh, And Charlie really quickly does some research and finds out basically this whole thing, that she's Dorothy, that she was chasing the Wicked Witch, and... uh, yeah, that she she's in the present now, which is kind of a weird weird thing. I didn't really expect that to happen, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so she she wakes up. She's not even like really freaked out or anything. Is that here where she freaks out? Um yeah. And Sam tells her like, Hey, you've been gone seventy five years. Um 
so yeah welcome welcome to the future and she's like oh yeah that's cool like i sealed myself up with the wicked witch because i couldn't kill her so like no sweat though don't worry about it guys what you guys ready to kill her now because that's important She's uh she's also very surprised. Like she starts insulting the boys a little bit, thinking that they're men of letters, and they're like, "Uh, no, we're hunters. Thank you, Pl- please. Yeah. Did you just call us yeah. steampunkers? Please. Fuck you. Did you just call us jocks? No, wait, that doesn't make sense. Um, but she's jocks. like, oh, with this your your secretary here, and Charlie is like, excuse me, I ain't nobody's secretary. <laughs> um, I, I do like the flashback that we get of Dorothy doing the spell, uh, proving. Once again, that even in 1935, all hunters are wizards. Or, or, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she just straight up like puts this bunch of stuff into a jar and drops her blood into it. And I'm like, girl, how it goes. You were after my heart here. I love this. Um, <laughs> upstairs, or I guess rather downstairs in the dungeon, uh, Crowley is f- kind of notices the witch just walking towards him she's just kind of like hey what are you and he immediately recognizes her as the wicked witch says that he's a big fan um and asks what she wants and of course she can't talk so she just hisses because she's still missing that tongue and uh he throws the piece of paper and the crayon that sam left him and says like hey you need to write it down uh i do like and and i'm kind of interested in the fact that the wards that are around crowley seem to work on the witch too yeah, um, she can't get through. Um, it's almost like it's some alternate universe kind of demon or something. Um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. It's just I wonder if if it's more does it prevent evil or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's just interesting. Like I, I like the fact that there's a different like next door universes, and then also some of our stuff would work on some of the, some of our good stuff would work on their bad stuff. Like I like that there's yeah, a little bit of yeah. crossover there. Um, I don't know that the show does a lot of that with that. <laughs> I think this is going to be like one of the few times we peek across the yeah, alternate probably. universe window. But um, of course, I'm not caught up either. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, Dorothy kind of fills them in on the uh, the witch not being able to be killed. And uh, Charlie says that Dorothy is protected by uh, the witch's kiss. And this is kind of our first uh, window into Dorothy very much hating all of these books that her dad wrote. She's she's not into the the books at all. Yeah, she's uh, because she's not a nerd. She's not a fucking nerd. Yeah, and let's he's, make one thing clear: she, no, no. Dorothy, not not a nerd. There's two things Dorothy is not: fake ass motherfucker and nope. nerd. Um, yeah, and I swear, and that one of the two things that she hates most in this world: fake ass motherfuckers, fake ass motherfuckers, and nerds, and people who wear goggles and gears on their head. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> she just can't stand it. Can't fucking stand the goggles. Uh, so. They, everybody splits up. Sam and Dean go to look for the witch. Charlie's doing some research. Um, she's Dorothy kind of reveals that her dad was a man of letters and had wrote all these books and uh, just tried to... I think this is where we find out that she got left behind in Oz. Like, her dad was, like, studying Oz and she kind of hitched a ride one day and then accidentally got left behind. Is that where we find out all this stuff or is that later? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Is she talking to... She's talking to the boys here, right? Or one of the boys? She's talking to Charlie um, right now. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I know that she's like... She says something about like, oh, do you know what it's like to have your like your lives written about in a book? And one of the boys is like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a little later. <laughs> Sam is like, yep. <laughs> it's real fucking weird. <laughs> Don't suggest it. Uh, but she's, she's kind of mad that her dad wrote these books. And uh, Charlie says, no, he wrote this as a as a way to help you it's like leaving a trail of clues like do you remember the poppy fields and she's like yeah he she, she says yeah if you read carefully it shows you how to make poppy bullets and i'm like all right charlie yeah look yeah. 
I don't mind r- stretching a little bit, but come on, y'all. What are you doing? Come on. Come on. Although around this time is also when Sam is like, yeah, we're going to leave you with the smartest person in the room. And he, he points to Charlie. Um, Very sweet. Or it's indicated at Charlie, which is nice because mm-hmm. she is. <laughs> She's way smarter than these two lugheads. Uh, Sam and Dean go to visit Crowley, uh, who is very, very slowly whistling somewhere over the rainbow, which I thought yeah, was a nice touch. Yeah. He yeah. calls them uh, Cowardly Lion and the Tin Man, I think. And so mm-hmm. more more mm-hmm. of those Wizard of Oz references if you uh, haven't haven't had enough yet. Yeah, uh, they're all over the damn place. And they say, he finally says like, hey, I'll tell you what she wants, but you have to let me stretch my legs. And they actually take the collar off and like let him stand. And uh, he tells him it's a, it's, it's it's a key that she's looking for yeah and uh i think he actually tries to get some more time and dean shoots him at some point which is also very funny yeah, to me he yeah. just kind of just picks dean up his is gun. just like not at all fucking around he's like what just way way more gung-ho about everything in this crowley says she's looking for a key and he told her that they kept the keys in the kitchen assuming that there was a kitchen in this place and uh when yeah. they arrive in the kitchen <laughs> dean immediately thinks oh man I just I just cleaned yeah. this thing. I just cleaned in here, and I'm like, oh, dude, you were fucking nesting, man. You were, yep, you were nesting. Boy, I'm surprised you you're not nesting. bringing like pieces of paper, pieces of garbage paper home, and like lacing them through your hair or something. Seriously. Like, um, and now I can only imagine that like five or so minutes have passed, and just Charlie arrives in the kitchen with him. She's like, "Hi, guys, I have uh, poppy bullets." And this is where Sam is still waving his gun around. Yep, just just like not practicing good gun safety whatsoever in this bad boy. I mean, I get it. He's borderline brain dead with the amount of concussions that he suffered. So it's it's bound to happen at some point. Um, at this point, they tell him about the key. Dorothy recognizes it, and she says, "There's there's a lot of different ways into uh, Oz. Like you can go through the eye of a tornado. You can go through a hurricane, make it a whirlpool. You can uh, go to a convention and try to hide from all of the goggle wearing freaks and in a bathroom by yourself, and then you just turn around and you're in the middle of the but she says this key will turn any door into an entrance to Oz, uh, which seems like a pretty powerful thing. And when Dorothy yeah. shows them a picture of it, Dean's like, oh, yeah, I remember that thing. It was next to my porn like, earlier today. It was next to all that porn. Was that from Oz, too? <laughs> just, just I like looking. that this is an actual flashback to an actual thing that Dean found in a previous episode. It's really weird that they like it's a it's a good joke. Like, I get the joke. It's really weird that they went back to like this random item in a Monster of the Week episode. Right. Like the planting. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind it. Like I think it's, it's fine. It's just, it's, it's so different than what they would normally do for this that it just, I don't know. Like it, it just stuck out to me. Yeah, it's like it's, it's for a change. It's kind of good writing. Um, it's something that they already know exists. They don't do that for supernatural. Everything is just conjured out of thin air per episode, and that's just the way it is. But this is a pre-existing thing. Not that anyone paid attention to it because it was just a random. Uh, prop it didn't mean anything until they just gave it meaning episodes later but that's still something uh dean tries to convince charlie sam and i think sam and dorothy decide to go find the witch uh dean tries to convince charlie to go down to the dungeon where it's safe and she's like yeah fuck that this is the quest that i have been looking for uh, mm-hmm. and also says and when they get to dean's room to get the key she's like wow you keep your porn really well organized and i'm like how do you organize porn like what are you doing over there it's just just he's a weird guy he's nesting like do you do it by the color of the spine like i know some people do with books are you going alphabetical is it alphabetical by actress or actor i is bet he's doing it by by, by publication date 
and you think you think he's, he's, those are magazines we're talking we're talking well, yeah we're talking we're talking magazines not his uh not his video collection so i don't think dean could work a dvd player his massive v- vhs tape of just raw ass yeah. porn just like yeah. the just the, yeah. the filthiest amateurs that you've ever seen just coming out of florida some real real filthy shit <laughs> just some real disgusting like oh wow these are people that i have seen and in, in the store before like these are my next door neighbors <laughs> i don't know why i have porn of them um, this is some filthy shit behind them uh unseen by dean the witch some more filthy shit some more filthy shit uh the the wit the witch who at some point has smoked into the we may have skipped over a step uh at some point has smoked into the the ventilation system smokes about out of it grabs dean grabs the key and then punches dean across the room and is about to like zap him with her super duper witch powers when charlie being the best character in supernatural jumps in the way and takes one for dean yeah this is very heroic of her it's extremely great and of course dean is very distressed uh he he gets her to the bed uh sam runs in and dean immediately says like zeke come here and once again proving that jared padalecki is a really good actor like this transition from full run sam winchester to stick up his ass ezekiel who can barely walk one yeah. step at a time yeah. is really great it's it's cool how how um quickly it happens how quickly it snaps and um yeah when sam steps into that room he just goes rigid and suddenly he's he's zeke but zeke says that he is too weak to heal charlie um and dean is like come on no you're not don't don't be a wimp um and he he basically he he, bottom line zeke says i can help with the witch or i can heal your friend and dean is like fucking heal my friend heal my friend we can shoot the witch we can handle that but we can't resurrect people why are you even having this conversation with me right now i don't understand (laughs) i I made it abundantly clear (laughs) the kind of things that i want you to do and of course uh he walks over and he he does a zappy zappy and uh charlie starts to wake up and this of course uh knocks sam unconscious for a little while he gets thrown into the to, to the closet um whap, whap. which is usually filled up by dean but this time no anyway um <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yada 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 uh <laughs> dorothy comes up and of course charlie is like trying to get up but it's, it's pretty fucking woozy and uh dean and sam immediately leave to go chase the witch and uh charlie is like hey can, can we be good friends now? Like we were pretty, we were pretty at each other's throats earlier. Like you were pretty mean to me, but can we be best friends now that, that this has happened? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Five. That's fine. Sure. Um, sure thing. Sam asks Dean who Zeke is. And if you thought that Dean, excuse me, if you thought that Sam tried to answer, uh, does that ring a bell earlier? Put him in a fluster. Like Dean trying to figure out how to get out of this Zeke question is fucking outstanding. <laughs> Uh, he just uh, doesn't know what to do. I don't do. Uh, uh, no, you must have been drunk. <laughs> yeah, Dean's just like, yeah, dude. I don't know. You're unconscious so fucking often that there's just, there's no way there's no way to trust anything that you hear. I gotta go bite. Uh, back to Charlie and Dorothy. Charlie starts explaining this this crazy dream that she was having at Christmas, and she was surrounded by her family. And uh, Dorothy immediately is like, "That wasn't a dream. That was heaven." Bitch, you died. <laughs> that yeah, says like you, like you super died. You're you're not a real hunter until you've died and come back at least once. And like, don't worry, the witch killed me at least once too. Like, I I came back. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Irv and Pete though? What about them? What a, what happened? Bring back Pete. Bring back Pete. Bring him. Um, hey, it's not go down to the crossroads. It's not that hard. <laughs> 
uh, this is where I, I got a little ahead of myself earlier. This is where Dorothy explains kind of her origin uh, about going to Oz to Charlie and says like she tagged along with her dad. She got left behind. She met up with three freedom fighters. And then, uh, unfortunately, the witch uh, transformed them into monsters, as we recognize as, you know, the Cowardly Lion or the Tin Man and um, Scarecrow. Was there a monkey, maybe? There's a Scarecrow! Oh, an elephant penis? Is that what it... No, Scarecrow. A Scarecrow, <laughs> scarecrow Jeremy! You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, she killed Dorothy, which which wasn't included in the books. Um, I, I like that we're going back and forth, and this is kind of hard to keep up with, but we go back to Dean and Sam, and Dean is like ask me a fucking question that I don't want to answer. Hey, Sam, why aren't you moved in yet? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Sam. That ring any bells, Sam? I'm uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts and uh, opinions about this, this next interaction, this next stuff that Sam says. I think that this actually makes sense for Sam, except that they've contradicted it already, where he's, he sought after that kind of a home. Well, yeah, no, you know what? I guess this does make sense because he has looked for a normal life, but it's always been for with somebody else, with Jess or with Amelia. Um, and even in his heaven, he was like eating Thanksgiving dinner or whatever with um with a different family. So I, I think that unfortunately, him with with Dean or with the Winchesters has never really felt like a family unit to him because he never had that formative experience because he was he was just a little baby where dean he was four he's still really young but at least he has some sort of semblance of that memory in in his brain of of what it was like so of course given the chance to to literally bunker down somewhere and call it a home he's going to cling to that where sam i think has been so wayward for so long that it doesn't really feel right to try to do this again because he failed with jess and he failed with amelia and this is just weirdly another attempt at that and i think that he does start to come around by the end of the episode uh but yeah i guess if one of them was going to be resistant to it it would make sense for it to be sam um this is totally i mean this is kind of on topic but we didn't really bring it up at the time do you think sam is the kind of like person that would self-sabotage him so much that he would do a wizard spell to resurrect amelia's dead boyfriend and then just like pretend it never happened (laughs) (laughs) Like, I am so uncomfortable breaking up with you, and I don't know how to do this, that I'm going to resurrect your dead fiancé and then just leave. Sam has never had to break up with anybody, because they always die. So when it came time to actually do it, he was like, uh, what's the opposite of uh, what normally happens is, um, okay, it's not death, but resurrection. Well, she's not dead. So, but, oh, I know. Chris, this is the literal opposite of ghosting somebody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is, this is like necroing somebody, right? That, no, that doesn't yeah, sound good. Yeah. It doesn't sound good at all, but that's what he did. Oh, um on top of that, yeah, I feel like I feel like you're right. Like him having failed with Jess, having failed with uh really every single situation they've ever been in to to have a home. I feel like he's just finally accepted, like, hey, this is not a thing for me. Everything is temporary, nothing is permanent. I, I shouldn't get too close to any of this stuff because I could, could change at any moment and it could change for the better or the worse. And I, I have no control over it. And I, I think that's a pretty fatalistic outlook on life, but I can totally mm-hmm. see Sam adopting that because, like, as much as he talks about feeling really good and surrounded by friends and family, like, he's just constantly waiting for that other shoe to drop, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's, that's sort of the, the Sam Winchester MO. 
back over to uh, Charlie and uh, Dorothy. And Dorothy is just kind of going on a rant about Wizard of Oz, which I feel like she has practiced in her. Uh, <laughs> she's just constantly practiced. Like in every her time cocoon, she gets, <laughs> she's been thinking about this for a while now. Yeah, she gets three. Uh, what's a nineteen thirty five like alcoholic beverage? Like a like a, a Gimli Mickey or something like a Mickey Gimli, yeah. <laughs> something like that. It's got to have the word Mickey in it. Yeah, yeah. She, she gets three Mickeys in, and she's like, "Let me tell you about them fucking books my daddy wrote." <laughs> she yeah. starts channeling. Let me tell you about those fucking fire monkey these motherfuckers i'll tell you what they fucking did to me wasn't even a goddamn lie in there <laughs> fake motherfucker fake gas motherfuckers um <coughs> that definitely Ooh. did not hurt my throat or anything wow i can't i can't do my drunk dorothy voice apparently without having to you scared me a little bit you were so you were so real <laughs> Um, I guess I got this mixed up again too. Uh, this is where Charlie tells her, like, "Oh no, like the, these books, like he, your dad wasn't abandoning you and trying to like write this revisionist history. Um, like she, he was leaving clues and like hopefully something that has a pointing end." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I I know where some magic shit is." Um, which is which is <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Like it's it's if you're gonna have that's... one of these one of these like, "Oh yeah, I remember where the magic bullet is." Like, okay, that's fine, sure, yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, <laughs> the witch possesses Sam and Dean and yep. tells them to go kill the girls. Find the girls. Uh, so kill that's the pretty boat. shitty. Um, and then, um, Chris, at least they Felicia. didn't have an argument about their feelings during this, right? That's true. They, <laughs> oh, wow! What a what a missed opportunity for the old uh, double brother confession. But um, yeah, the. the uh, Charlie and Dorothy, they head to the garage, which the, I don't think the boys even knew was there because it's full of fucking dope motorcycles and old cars and shit. Uh, but she finds that her motorcycle is still there. This bunker is just never ending. They can just keep adding rooms. I love it. Um, I love it. It's, it's, it's gotta be just such a narrative godsend for the writers of yeah, like, yeah, let's just yeah. put another fucking, like, now, now it has a dungeon. Now it has a game room. <laughs> now it has yeah. a garage. <laughs> this is the kennel now, full of basset hounds. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. everybody. We yeah. rate dogs as sponsoring the show now. <laughs> um so Dorothy goes to find her motorcycle and she finds that the the shoes the red shoes whatever they're called um from you know the film and the books and um, she they also were in the bag finds of her her, uh, her friend's decapitated head that she's that she's walking yeah. around with her by the way it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. She's like, yeah, this is the Tin Man. My bad. <laughs> I still kiss it. <laughs> I severed his fucking head. <laughs> now do you understand why I don't like steampunk? Yeah. <laughs> this is a very steampunk version of the Tin Man's head, too, by the way. like, I, I need to find a screenshot of oh, it. Yeah. So maybe you can use it in, a, in some cover art or something. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, uh, Dean comes in. He's like, swear to me! Why is she? <laughs> and and uh, Charlie is like, whoa, nice Batman impression. Yeah. Um, and uh, immediately Dean. gets thrown through a window. Uh, <laughs> um... We, we see we see her get thrown through the window, yes. and we switch over to the witch, who is uh, doing some serious witchy shit. Uh, I don't know why, Chris, but I am very much here for this witch doing all this witchy shit. Like, I am kind of like... Yeah, it's just, She's got it's a, just like a miniature cauldron. She's just pouring shit in there. She's cutting herself, pouring blood in it. It's swirling around. It's just fucking yeah. dope magic shit, it's man. I'm, fucking, in, I'm into it. It's a, it's a fucking good shit. Yep. <clears throat> of course, uh... Dorothy all of this time has been assuming that the witch is trying to get the key so she can escape back to Oz. Uh, but the witch through Dean tells them like, no, I'm not trying to escape to Oz. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to bring all of Oz here. And uh, she, the witch actually, the witch's actual body manages to finish the spell. 
She opens the door and it's like it's like fucking oz it's fucking oz it's fucking <laughs> oz like there's a giant <laughs> castle in the background it's fucking oz dude I, this is some of the best like straight up like cgi special effects stuff the show's ever done i think like i think it's yeah. really great yeah. it looks really cool it, it really looks like they're looking into a, a magical kingdom and it, it's like it's strange to be seeing it on supernatural but for some reason this is just working and i don't know i don't know why but yeah you see this like castle on a hilltop and there's a sunset uh over these verdant green hills and then you see something or maybe you don't see it till later but there is something that does come flying towards the camera at one point yeah you just look at this castle and know that motherfucker is full of some swords huh like that's got some dope yeah. oh, that's yeah, a dope dude, sword yeah. holder if i've ever seen one lined lined with swords there's like a sword there's got to be a sword room in the bunker right we oh wait we've seen that they've got swords hanging all over the walls never mind oh, yeah. i don't need a room oh, yeah. for it um the witch starts cackling and the witch has this like great like cut off cackle thing which i think is very good uh we go back to the garage charlie is able to kick dean in the nads uh, which distracts <laughs> which distracts Sam just long enough for Dorothy to knock him out. That's that's Sam being knocked out twice in this episode for anybody. Twice keeping, in one episode. Home, keep you track at home. Um she <sighs> tosses Charlie the the red slipper and says, like, you go deal with the witch. I'll I'll distract these two these two hunks. Um and this is where the witch like continues to do her spell and we start seeing these flying monkeys, which look like hell spawn. Like they look extremely mm-hmm. evil flying towards mm-hmm. the, the entrance to Earth. Yeah. This is some. Uh, these are some video game enemies. They look real serious. They're flying monkeys. There's nothing They're, pleasant about that. They have wings. They are supposed to have wings. Swarm. Do you think that monkeys with wings have bigger or smaller penises than gorillas do? Um, I think, uh, I think bigger. Uh, because it's got a, it's balances out the wings on the back, you know. Oh, it's like it's like a ballast, is what you're saying. It's, it's like a ballast. It's, it's exactly like sh- just like a like a like a, a honestly, it's a it's an awkwardly long wiener. It's an awkwardly long wiener with like with like hanging a, out all, like an oblong shape, just sort of like just uh, just sort of te- tethering almost tethering these flying monkeys down to the ground. It provides the same function as the uh, sandbags in a hot air balloon does. I'm guessing. Yeah, like, exactly. That, yeah, hundred percent. Um. So yeah, uh, we go back over to Sam and Dean, uh, who you know have have gotten Dorothy in a headlock or something. I don't know. They're giving her noogies. I don't, I don't know, know what's happening here. Uh, but they're about to stab her when, uh, luckily, Charlie sneaks up behind the real witch and just fucking f- slams that heel of the shoe into the back of her skull. And uh, that's she- fucked. <laughs> it's so fucked up. The guy has to hurt. Uh, and yeah. I think does she does the witch turn around and then she slams the other heel in her face? Like, cause that's pretty cool. Yeah, something like that. I think it's a one-two punch from her and Dorothy. They just they just take that uh, mother effer down. Oh no, Dorothy's still downstairs. And, She's still getting noogies from the from the boys. Oh, Dor- Dorothy's still getting noogies from Sam. All right, no big deal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Charlie kills the witch. She kills the witch. She closes the doors. Uh, she turns around, and the the witch's body is totally gone. It just dissolved, uh, apparently. And uh, Sam and Dean and Dorothy kind of run in with guns guns drawn and almost ready to blaze. And uh, they they look up, and she just looks down and says, "Ding dong, bitches!" Which I think is really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, uh, now it's time to uh, now it's time for the denouement. <laughs> for that yes yes you should definitely say <laughs> denouement some more i'm into that um at the at the, at the, at the denouement of each episode i will announce it so that everyone knows <laughs> yeah open up a six-pack because it's time for the denouement <laughs> the denouement uh, denouement uh, fake God. french motherfucker 
Um, Sam gives Dorothy the books, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, they, know, I feel like I stopped taking notes at a certain point of this so, episode. Right? I was just watching it. <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam goes and locks Crowley back up, and uh, that's right. Leaves him, leaves him the notes uh, to, to to write more uh, demon things. Uh, they go back to the garage. Dean has moved the Impala in. This is the first time that I think he has actually called the car "baby" as if it was a proper mm-hmm. noun, and I hate it. <laughs> like I know mm-hmm. I've talked in the past about how much I hate people calling up the Impala "baby." Yeah, uh, Dean has never done it until now. He's like, maybe said, "That's my baby" or something, and I'm I'm here, I'm fine with that. Like that's my girl. That's my that's my whatever. Uh, baby with a capital B just infuriates me. With the yeah, um, supernatural fans, cast crew, you all do it. It's and it's it bad. sucks. I don't like it. You're gonna have to change this whole shit for me. I don't. I don't. You gotta care. knock it off. You gotta knock it off. I don't like it. Uh, Sam, yeah, founds the or like an original looking copy of the Wizard of Oz for Dorothy. Um, and Charlie and Dean kind of go to the side, and uh, Charlie's like, yeah. Uh, Thank you for saving my life and bringing me back from the dead. Like, am I going to have to eat brains now? And I'm like, and Sam is over in the corner, like, huh? Excuse what? me. What, what was that? <laughs> Did you guys say something? <laughs> uh, go exercise your knees, Sam. You're not in this conversation. Yeah. He's just like, keep it down, Charlie. That kid's got ears all over his place. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is an AB conversation, and you need to kick yourself out. Um, they and Dean's basically like, yeah, I, 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 I did it. I can't really tell you how, but please don't mention this to anybody. And she's like, yeah, that okay, fine, I'll do that because it was so cum nice. magic. Okay, do you want me to fucking say it? Are you happy now, Charlie? What did you say? <laughs> it was cum magic. Oh my god. Are you happy, Charlie? Why do you think I keep all that porn on hand so I can do spells? So I can do magic anytime that I need to. Um, that's some fucking Clive Barker stuff right there. Just just masturbating so, into some blood and doing some spells. Um, so I, I would appreciate this, Charlie, if you didn't bring it up again. <laughs> D just furiously washing his hands in the sink that is in the garage because there's a sink in every room of the bunker for yeah. some reason. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sam just like what, dude, what? Dean, what kind of what kind of magic did you do, Dean? <laughs> Nothing. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> uh, Dorothy thanks them for for all of their help and says, uh, "Like, hey, watch my bike for me. Uh, I'm gonna go back and uh, finish this rebellion." And then looks at Charlie and is like, "You want to come along? Like, I got to have somebody to help me find my damn dog." And uh, Charlie is super excited to go and uh, gives Sam and Dean a big hug and says, "Take care of yourself." And then, um. I didn't write down the song name. ACDC starts playing. Was it For Those Are About yeah, to Rock? We for Those Are About to Rock starts yeah. playing. And, you know, say what you want about ACDC, but the fact that Charlie is getting her own ACDC moment, that's pretty big for Supernatural. It's pretty dope. You think I should dub this with Torn? I know it doesn't really fit, but I kind of want to dub this with Torn. I think it would actually work yeah. work real well. Just her turn uh, yeah, into the... I, yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, I'll try, to, I'll try to make that happen. I don't think I have that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um... Yeah, Sam and Dean watch them leave. They're they're literally walking on the Yellow Brick Road. There's like the Emerald Castle in the background, uh, and they they close the doors to the garage. Immediately open them back up again, and it's just like the Batman tunnel <laughs> to the Batcave behind them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of them says, "Like, uh, oh yeah, it was." It's Dean says, "You think she'll be back?" And Sam says, "Of course. There's no place like home." 
And that is the DJ. I had to change the heart over the t- course of the episode. Now he sees this place is home. And, if, and it, it serves two purposes because also that's a thing from the movie that they've been talking about this entire yes. time. Yes. So. Yes, of course. Of course. Yep. Um, what kind of magic did you do, Dean? <laughs> what do you think about this episode, man? After everything, it's uh, it's silly, and it also means that we're not going to see Charlie for a while. Uh, mm. But I like it. I like this episode. It's fun. It's stupid, and it everybody's great in it. And there's lots of fan service, and there's no reason to not like it. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of into it. Uh, I like the ongoing Dean not having any idea how to lie to Sam. I think, uh, especially. I, yeah, I think that they easily could have got an episode without having Sam get knocked unconscious, but they just wanted to remind you that the main plot was there. I mean, we always complain when we don't get main plot, but like we got Charlie, so like why would we complain? Um, I'm skimming through the trivia as we're talking, and there's some there's some like real bullshit like <laughs> Wizard of Oz fans that are crossing over with the supernatural oh. universe. Uh, <laughs> the Ruby Spilpers were an invention of the 1936 film. In the book series, they were known as the Silver Shoes. Uh, oh my! Yeah, who cares? <laughs> oh um, yeah, this is I, I I really enjoyed this episode. Like I, I think it's a really good Monster of the Week episode. The you know they they did save the people. They hunted a thing, and they mm-hmm. you know they did some family business. Except really, Charlie did most of the work here. Like Charlie was the one that yeah. figured out how to hurt yeah. the witch with the poppy bullets. She's the one that killed the witch, and she's the one that saved Sam and Dean from being possessed, and also literally saved Dean from you know being blasted with the witch stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I I'm just kind of into this episode in general. I, yeah, I, uh, Dorothy how, is cool. Yeah, I just Dorothy is super cool. I like that actress a lot. The witch was great. Yeah, everybody had a good time. Crowley was in this episode for some reason. Like we're talking about budget constraints, they had to make Kevin leave, but Crowley's just in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What it, I mean, just just I don't really have a lot to say about it. Like it's not it's not particularly deep, but it's it's a fun one, and I, I had a great time yeah. watching it. This doesn't feel like an episode that we should like, but it just works just works it just works uh any last thoughts before we do the before we get out of here uh, no no um i i was worried getting into this but i'm i'm happy to find out that that this actually was fun to watch yeah i'm uh i i, I remembered this episode very fondly um i remembered something else happening at the end of this episode like i for some reason i had it in my head that charlie and dorothy were like girlfriends at the end of this um, but I, apparently that not. Was your I, fanfic. I, I, that was I guess your I was just writing some serious Felicia Day fanfic back in the day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. She good. can't end every episode with a new girlfriend. That would be fucking <laughs> dope. That would be great. that would be so fucking funny. <laughs> so amazing. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you to everyone that's been uh, leaving comments, uh, talking to us on the Discord. Who's uh, who's a patron over patreoncom slash Monster of the Week. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out. This is probably a weird thing to do. If you're commenting on a service that we don't really know how to use, like Podbean, I'm sorry I haven't responded to you. I can't figure out how to use Podbean to respond to you. So we're reading them. <laughs> I get they yeah. they email me that they happen, even though it's I don't know how they know. I've never used Podbean before. I don't know how they know it's me. But yeah, they uh, know. They know. Yeah, we thank you for for listening and leaving all the comments anywhere that you choose to do so. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah. I can be found on the internet at JG Greer. And I can be found at Local Bones. The podcast is at MOTWcast. You can find links to all of that and tons more at monsterweek.cool. Next week, 
Chris, are you ready for your your little tease of next week? Hit me with it. <laughs> Two words. Doggy Dean Little. Come, come magic. Oh, oh, what? oh, what? What? What was that? <laughs> Doggy Dean Little? Doggy Dean Little. So, uh, yeah, that's, that one's going to be fun. Uh, good night, everybody. I looked, so on Netflix, oh. I had recently watched this. It was, like, previously watched. Oh, and I really? I haven't watched any of these on, on so I, I've watched this episode more than once, apparently. So, you opened Netflix and went to this specific episode, the one that we're covering next week. And yeah. I was like, I need to, I need to yeah. get this in my veins I'm, right now. I, my guess is that long before we started this podcast, I watched it with Jess being like, oh, there's an episode with the dogs. Let's watch that. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll be. I don't know. <laughs> bye, everybody. We're getting out of here. Goodbye. I'll be uh like I've. I remember liking this episode a lot. I remember thinking it was really funny, but uh, people in our Discord are like, "Yeah, it's one of the worst episodes," and I'm like, "Really? I don't, I don't know." That's why. what we—we're always opposite. Like, we always like the ones that people hate. Yeah, and I'm really the worried ones that, that we people, love, are, people are always like not like this this uh, Wizard of Oz one. And me and you are both like super enthusiastic about it. I guarantee people are not going to like it, and I think that they're going to anticipate that we're not going to like it, so they're going to be talking shit, being like, "Yeah, I'm about to be dunking on this episode too," but no, 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 it's good. Already, already shouted out my opinion about it. I was like, "This episode rules in the Discord." Yeah. So. Yep. It's got no business being good, but hey. Oh, Is that a gamer? Be, be you stranger or be you friend? You sound like you're not talking through your regular microphone, stranger. Oh, really? Yeah. You sound a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Distant. Hmm. How about now? There he is. Yeah. Get all that gravelly voice going. There he is. It was must have been your like built-in mic, because I could hear you clacking on those keys, and I can never hear you <laughs> clacking on those keys. Yeah, um, I was having weird issues with the uh, um, Don't Give Up Skeleton I recorded yesterday. Uh, too bony. Too bony. Too many bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time. How was your Monday, Chris? It was fine. It was it was a Monday. It was fine. How was your Monday? It was pretty fucking sorry, to be honest with you. It was a whole if correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm misquoting you, but I believe you said it was a whole ass day. Yeah, that was um that was a little bit earlier this afternoon. It turned into about a two and a half ass day. Like two and a half asses. Yeah, it was. What do you get? What are you gonna do with all that junk <laughs> inside that trunk? I'm gonna put it in the trunk and I'm gonna drive it off a cliff and I'm gonna oh. pre- pretend, pretend <laughs> that uh, I am my own uncle by law by mm-hmm, marriage mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm going Jeepers. to I'm going to kill it like it was my wife's brother. Yeah, that's not good though. <laughs> It's fine. It was just bullshit work stuff. Like, and mm-hmm. it's just just incompetency on a whole lot of different levels and non communication. And 
yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I still haven't oh. really gamed. Do you remember I told you I was like looking forward to doing some gaming this weekend? Man, I, I'm, not, I'm on the verge of just calling you a coward at this point. Because <laughs> I think you're afraid to game. I, uh, <laughs> Saturday, I recorded one episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I edited two of them. And then I uh, sat down to edit um, the second episode of Full Metal Alcohol. Full Metal Alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, which I need to send you. I don't. I don't think that I sent you that. But yeah, that's done. I don't think so. No. Um, <clears throat> that was a lot of fun because I got to a lot pull a bunch of different music uh, from the show. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, and then Sunday I had a ten o'clock. What I thought was a ten o'clock. Uh, don't give up skeleton. That turned into a eight o'clock. Don't give up skeleton. Ooh, that's early in the morning. Yeah. Um, which was fine. Like I was up and I was actually like up and doing stuff. So like it was no big deal. But, but yeah, the chick was like, I'm ready. And I was like, I thought we had said 10, but okay. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so I, um, time zones, who knows? So I recorded that and then I edited that and then I uploaded it. And, um, yeah, that's, that's really about that. And I just didn't have no gaming. No well, I'll take that back. I've been um, I've, I've been doing some Switch gaming. I just haven't done any, ah, any, any big boy gaming. I've been playing some Isaac on the boy. Switch and having a really good time yeah, with course, it. Of course, of course. I feel like you've never stopped truly playing that game. No, I, it's, since, it's, it's, since it's, I met you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just one of those like forever games. Like I have a whole folder yep. on my PS4 for forever games, and that's definitely mm-hmm, one of them mm-hmm. because... Uh, like there is there is a there is a point where you can finish quote unquote the game, um, but like there's so much stuff to do in it. Every single playable character has like nine different things that you can that you need to do to unlock everything. There's like forty or fifty challenges. There's all sorts of uber bosses and things like that that are that are in the game. So I don't know. It, I, I got to a point on the PS4 where every time I would play, I would I would hardly ever unlock something. So. Starting over on the Switch, it's like, every, you know, I, I beat Mom for the first yep. time and unlocked like 15 things. And I was like, rad, this feels great. Yeah. I remember why I liked feels playing good. this again. Yeah. <laughs> You're make, suddenly making a ton of progress. Yeah, yeah, that's a good feeling. What about you? Are you, you going to... Uh, have you been gaming? Have you been doing some... Yeah, I'm not a, f- not a fucking coward. Excuse wow. me. Um, wow. <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of that Resident Evil 2. Really? Oh, no shit. Yeah, you didn't mention that. Uh... That could be my favorite game in the series now. It's really fucking good. I really like Resident Evil 4. That's my favorite one. It's the first one that I played because um, I was a casual uh, latecomer. So I didn't play that until like 2005 or whatever. But um, I really like that game. It's really stupid and fantastic. And I- I've liked most of them that I've played. This remake of 2 has all like the quality of life changes that came with 7. Um, all the updated new video game things. It has a better version of the gameplay from 4, and it does the horror from the first remake so fucking well, but it's way more fun to play, and the puzzles are way more um, accessible, I guess, and it's not just about running back and forth to a box. Everything about it is so good, and I'm so excited about it. Uh, I feel like I've been slacking when I look at the internet and see how much progress everyone's made. I haven't made that progress yet, but I'm enjoying every second of it. Um, now you play different like campaigns, like mm-hmm. different scenarios. You play as Leon and then Claire and then back to Leon or Claire, but depending, or however you want to do it. Um, so I haven't even finished the first scenario yet. I'm like six hours in. Um, so I'm pretty close to the end of the first one, but I got a whole lot more game ahead of me and, and God damn it. Is it good? Yeah. I watched uh Nick stream a little bit of it. Um, saturday afternoon i think um Mm -hmm. and he was in 
I was I was like the first thing like I hadn't really paid attention at all to that game like I haven't watched a trailer for it I just assumed it was kind of like a, a just a remake like I didn't really think too much about it like as as good as the first remake looks I was like yeah it's just a remake of two in like a similar way um, but yeah I, I wasn't expecting them to turn it into like re Resident Evil two four <laughs> you know what I'm not Resident yeah. Evil four yeah. two or however you want to call it. Uh, and boy, that game looks fucking gorgeous. Like even in the really shitty stream, I was like, "Holy shit, yeah. this looks good." The best. So, have you seen all like the tyrant or like Mister X um, things going around on Twitter? Oh yeah, of that of guy who stomps around and scares the shit out of people, which is really affecting. It's really exciting when you first have that encounter, uh, and then he doesn't leave you alone. You just gotta like be careful from now on. But uh, the Leon's reactions to everything, including that guy, are just so fucking good. That like he ba- he barely acts. He doesn't do anything. Like this guy will come into the room. This giant monster man will tear like a helicopter out of the side of a building and then throw it down some stairs or something. And Leon will just be like, "What the?" And that's it. <laughs> that's all you get from Leon. That's the only reaction and is just what the. Me and Steve were going back and forth talking about how like how dumb it is, and Steve was like, "Yeah, he like doesn't react to anything." And then it went from that to I just loving it loving how like nonplussed he is because he'll even when he's just like he'll be like oh fuck but it's just like leon you don't really seem like you're that bothered by any of this (laughs) i had one point like two hours into the game where i'd fought all these zombies and like some you don't always have to shoot them so i left some in this one hallway i came back to it later and they're like ambling towards him and i've you know aim aim the gun at them and he says something like, don't come any closer, or like, stop right there, or whatever. And it's like, Leon, what are you doing? They are zombies, you, Leon. You've been here for hours. You already figured this out. But yeah, it's just, it's the, the what the question mark to like everything is, is perfect. And it's a really good game. Hey, uh, hold on one second for me, okay? Okay. Oh, I don't know if Supernatural Nevermore is close enough. For me to do a reading. Apparently I left the door cracked and one of my dogs just barged in. Oh, oh. I was just I was just saying I'm looking for, for Nevermore, but I it, it fell down onto a stack of books, so I couldn't reach it. One day, Chris, one day I'll let you read that on the podcast again. I'll have to take a break in the middle. I'll have to have some emergency or something. I gotta keep it, it in my hand. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude, I I am kind of like vaguely interested in that Resident Evil game, which I am very surprised about. But uh, yeah, you should uh, you should play it. It's cool. I, I feel um, like I need to finish RE One remake first. Like, is that is that is that bad gamer brain that I'm that I think? I, that? I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it matters. But <laughs> I don't think I don't I definitely think, don't think it matters. Like the plot in, of Resident Evil, no, I give no matter. fucks about. But I just kind of have no. it. Like, I bought RE One. I should probably go ahead and finish that before I buy RE Two. Yeah. It's not a bad idea to do that because you'll probably not want to go back to one after playing two. Yeah, so yeah, that's also a thing. But yeah, I mean, the game's got to be there whenever you want to get it. But it's a really good game, and I recommend it. I listened to about uh, half an hour of a Kane and Rents podcast on the Last Guardian today, mm-hmm. and uh, they were all so glowing about that game and about oh, Draco really? that I was like, maybe I should play Last Guardian again. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking I need to play it again because, well, first of all, I was cleaning yesterday and I found the gigantic collector's edition that I have for that, which comes in this awesome fake wooden box with a statue and uh, all this other shit. And it's it's really nice looking, but I, I haven't beaten that game. It's a short game, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not particularly long and it's it's it is very frustrating in parts, though, like as much as much as I like that game, like I remember playing it and just kind of being frustrated with some of the controls and things. But uh 
maybe if I was a little bit more patient with it, like maybe if I wasn't so excited about it this time, like I hadn't waited mm-hmm. 14 years or whatever, mm-hmm. like maybe I'd be a You got that gamer excited. brain. You know, gamer brain is sometimes bad, Chris. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you I mean, those, I, those, I, those, I would, I would know. I'm not sure you would because you're, you're I'm not a, a cowardly gamer. gamer. I'm a Switch gamer now, which is barely even yeah. an adult. Like I have to ask yeah. my mom to, what to vote for. Like I'm 18, I can vote, but I need, I need <laughs> my gotta, parents I to tell help. me what it's going to be. I need help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna vote down my parents' party line. Like I don't even care. I was uh I was crushing it with the switch, but I have not turned it on or even plugged the Joy Cons in back into the thing in like two weeks now. Because I've been playing so many other games that I just haven't haven't had time to it. Yeah, it's it's a good little system. Autumn really likes it for Katamari. Uh I really thought I was gonna get into uh into the breach, but uh I I played like the very first tutorial level and I was like, oh, this is going to require a lot of thinking. And it is <laughs> It is Christmas Day and I've had four mimosas. I need to yeah. do that later. And I just haven't. Ever I can't tell you how many games I don't start because of the amount of thinking it requires. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to require too much from, from my just, you know, young gamer brain. Once you get into the groove of a game, it's fine. And you don't have to worry about you can be you can be half drunk and play a game and you're fine. But like when you're first like starting something out. For me, it's always some fucking long-ass JRPG, and I watch all the intro cinematics, and I do the tutorial, and I'm like, well, that was 17 hours, and I don't know how to play it, and I just don't think I have the strength right now. So I have all these games where I'm like 45 minutes into them, and that's it. It's funny. I thought about trying to get uh, somebody offered me a code to that Anthem game, uh, mm-hmm. and I thought about grabbing that, but... Um I can't looking, tell if people like that or not. Looking at Twitter, it's like nobody even really got a chance to play it. Uh, and then yeah. I watched a, a video of it, and it's it very much looks like uh, third person Destiny, like remarkably like third person Destiny. Uh, All right, except you can fly, and that seems pretty dope. Um, okay. At first, I thought Destiny is third person. It's not. It's only when you do your special move. Yeah. And then I thought, um, it you could also fly in it, but I don't know. I played Destiny for like a couple months, weirdly, but yeah, I don't know. What were your uh, what were your gamer stats? Did you have any good gamer stats? My gamer stats, my light level, I don't remember. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean from uh, the PSN thing. Oh, mine were fake. My I, I had fake gamer stats. Oh, that's right. Yours didn't I, get correctly added up. Did they? Yeah, it stopped at October at the beginning of October. So, um, it said that my most played game up until then was The Sims Four, which is very funny. Um, but yeah, I could immediately tell it was wrong because it said my second most was Dragon Quest Eleven at like sixty hours, and I know that I put close to 100 in so um right off the bat i was like oh well that's incorrect and then it said shadow of the colossus at that third place for 45 hours that's pretty good yeah but it didn't have like red dead or anything like that so my top was uh no man's sky for 182 hours damn boy um which seems legit like that seems like something that i did because I accidentally, mm-hmm. even before the big patch update, like I put in 40 hours to to that pre-patch and then started over again and put in 100 hours into that save. Um, and then somehow I got 93 hours into Monster Hunter, which oh. <laughs> seems like, for as, like, as much as I, I have a fondness of, of remembering that game, like I don't remember putting that much time it into it. It must be the type of game, since it's online or has like online connectivity, that when you are idling out of it or like when you're on like your main menu but the game is like suspended in the background it still counts your hours because i had the same thing with the elder scrolls online which i played about 15 hours on pc and then maybe maybe five hours if i'm being generous on console um and it said that i had 27 hours of of that it was my most played multiplayer game which is hilarious yeah um but i definitely did not do that so 
it must have just been time that I spent like either downloading it or idled out of it on the main menu. There's definitely the thing with idling because uh, like there's there's times playing No Man's Sky especially. I don't do this so much anymore, but it used to be my big podcast editing game. So uh, mm-hmm. this was when I was like listening through the entire episode. By the way, uh, if you're listening to this, if you're a patron, I'm probably going to uh, do a tutorial, not a tutorial video, but I'm going to do a video of me editing this episode and post it up for patrons. I figured out oh. that, that was also something that I did besides gaming on Sunday is figure out how to do that. Um, anyway, so like look for that in the, for the, in the Patreon feed somewhere. Um, what the fuck was I about to? Oh, yeah. So. Uh, back in the day, I used to like listen to the entire episode and I would pause the game that I was playing and then like do it uh-huh. and then continue listening. So that would like no man's sky was my podcast editing game for a long, long time. Um, so I think that was kind of maybe the case with monster hunter too, except you don't think you can pause monster hunter. Except so I, I have know. no idea. No idea. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get up in that monster hunter. That's kind of seems like hunting monsters. I was be, in it for a little while would be your game, but it just t- it takes a lot of effort. And I don't, I guess at the end of the day, I do love the idea of co-op, but at the, just the energy it requires to, to be social while playing a game is too much for me. I can't do it. Yeah. I've ran into this. Um, I love playing video games with CJ. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And he's, Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's the kind of dude that has a, uh, a way of talking about things that you just kind of want to listen to him talk. And he kind of inspires you to do it, even if it's something that you're totally not interested in whatsoever. Um, But playing Sea of Thieves with that guy, like we would, I would get so distracted and talking to CJ that I would forget to sail the ship, and then all of a sudden we're drowning. Um, so, <laughs> so that didn't work out very well. It was fun though. I think I've only uh, I played. I'm trying to think, man. Other than other than playing video games with Steve, I played Bloodborne with Patty once, for like three hours. We had a great time. He ran me through some chalice dungeons. And I, I can't think of another time that I've like played multiplayer with people. <laughs> the classic one bad, is, is, is always me and Patty playing uh, Monster Hunter with that one video that floats around Twitter every once in a while. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. That that one's really good. I, I like playing with 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 people. It's fun. I just, um, it's also kind of weird being on podcast because I've have I have definitely jumped on the mic with somebody and they've been like, oh man, it's so cool talking to you. And I'm like, please, please don't do that. Please. Yeah. <laughs> please don't do that. That's, that's yeah. not, I don't, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> and I don't actually say that. Like I just try to be like, yeah. oh man, no, I, don't I'm worry just, about it. I'm but, just a humble gamer. Yeah, just I'm, a just, humble I'm gamer. just a normal gamer. I, I, I put on my controller one thumb at a time, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how controllers work, right? It's been a while since I've used <laughs> yeah, yeah. one. So I don't, I don't actually I, know. I fucking know it has. You know you're about to get hit with like a polar fucking some polar bullshit out of nowhere. It doesn't even surprise me, but no, I wasn't aware. Let's see. Let me let me find this thing again. Um, a polar vortex is coming to the what lower the 48 fuck? states. What the? Are, fuck? Are, you, when? are you prepared for this? I guess. Let me. Uh, I'm just gonna send you the screenshot real quick so you can. Yeah, give me that screeny. I follow this dude for. Um, uh hurricane tracking on facebook oh um but yeah that doesn't look good like i know you're up in that 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 like dark blue area that's not good that can't be good i know when i when i'm in the green and it's 33 degrees and you're in dark blue i'm like oh shit chris is fucked chris is gonna get creamed yeah yeah oh yeah that's um i mean it's not it's not thankfully not zero degrees but mm-hmm. it's 10 10 degrees so, you know, 
say la vie. Yeah, you're not in the negative threes. I'm like, I'm looking at some that are like negative thirty territory, and that doesn't yeah. look great. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be, yeah, I'll just you know, my nipples will be a little hard all the time, but that's kind of normal. <laughs> anyway. Going to make them bees work I, for their honey. Huh? <laughs> everybody hates. I always when I talk about being cold, I talk about having hard nipples, which is not a thing that always happens, but it does happen when you're cold sometimes. Yeah, it's a fact um, of life, guys. Just chill out. But I talk about it as if it's just like that's how I know if I'm cold is <laughs> if my nipples are hard. <laughs> Uh, really make people uncomfortable that is super gross mm-hmm. speaking of super gross mm-hmm. you want to record about supernatural yeah sure weird segue no i dig it i dig it uh <laughs> did i write a road so far yes <laughs> Woo! yes i did <laughs> i think we had a recent patron so let me go jump that real quick notifications yeah we'll do andrew or i guess we could do liam i haven't done liam or lily fane yeah we'll do liam i don't know why i shouted like that but yeah <laughs> yeah we'll do yeah. liam and I'll, I'll remember to do alex and andrew no alex get to my car little girl <laughs> What was I saying? Was like, is the is the Russian scumbag back? Is that who that was? Yeah, I can't remember the voice I did before I changed it to Russian. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Tracy. Yeah, no, she left. She's good. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's dead in our hearts though because she doesn't ever come hearts. back. She oh. she went to the fabulous land of Riverdale where nothing supernatural ever happens. True. All right, uh, you ready to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 